0: Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion. That's a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler,
1: executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. I'm
0: thinking we should change it up a little bit. We should change oh. up the intro. Maybe like make me simplify it, do a little something a little different. I've been playing with some ideas. Oh. I don't have them ready to share yet, but I'm
1: working on it. Well, give me like one idea.
0: No. Maybe maybe it's just like a like a like a like a gong like gong like, like like old school gong enter the dragon kind of gong. And then uh and then we have like some hype music. Let's just do Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah. Mortal Kombat entry. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, Let's then do it, that. and then Fight. and then we start. And then we just start. Yeah, I like that. Okay. I'm working on some stuff. I'm mm. thinking about it. You know, okay, playing okay. around. Twenty twenty two. How's the new year going? You liking it? Feel good? How's it fit?
1: Yeah, you know. It's been busy.
0: <laughs> My new year is I'm kind of exciting because I'm 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 easing into it and it's everything's coming online. I've noticed that when your 22, 22 started, uh, your work life got more complicated and uh, more intense.
1: Yep, yep. <laughs> so now I'm up at two in the office by four.
0: Up at two in office by four by four. Cause you like to take a like a two hour sub tub tub soak. Subtoke. subtoke That's when you get high In a submarine A tub soak Is when you sit in the bathtub For two hours Before work Yeah No What else are you doing You get up And you get
1: doing the tub soak I work out Oh you go to work out Yeah Nice Yeah I work out Then I shower And go
0: to work Yeah That's a long time Long time for what Yeah I don't know I feel like You know, you're probably On your phone half the time Playing games mm-mm, mm-mm. You go into the gym Or you go do it at home
1: At home Nice At home In the basement there Got an area Got an area Got an area Oh in the, uh, I don't know what you call it. Utility room.
0: Oh yeah, you got we got like a little Bowflex in there or something.
1: Nah, you know treadmill.
0: Ooh, what kind of, kind of treadmill? What do you got? I don't know. Do Regular you a treadmill? Nah, eh, you can, well, You got like one of those Pelotons. Or no, no, like no, no. You no. don't have a Peloton? I don't have one. No. Why not? I know some of your wife's friends have Peloton. Yeah. So why I, don't you?
1: I don't. She didn't want one.
0: Really? Yeah. Mm, I'll
1: talk to her. Yeah, you're gonna talk to her. I've been talking to her a lot lately. What? Why? We've been texting okay cool Mm -hmm. yeah i've been texting jen whatever
0: jen doesn't text anybody even me nope (laughs) (laughs) no i text joe because we're talking about women's ministry Mm. so yeah but 2022 man i don't know i feel like i'm I'm hoping that there's going to be more sanity there's probably going to be more insanity in some ways but i i think there's a collective uh movement of average people to go wait a minute Things have been kind of dumb. What's going on here? Let's let's start thinking. It feels that way. Yeah,
1: I mean, you're starting to see that in in certain media outlets. Yeah, they're starting they're to go, hey, hey,
0: we, what, what, we, we we're we just, just going to ha- pretend they never said this. Stuff. We just they're have just to gonna... learn to live with this. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez. sighs> but it is I'm, what it is. I'm excited. You know what I'm excited about? I'm excited about um, the uh, Reforming Evangelism Conference coming up. Oh
1: yeah, man! I'm pumped. Good, I man. am. Huh. We
0: love Texas. We love all the people. We love people at Graceview. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, that's... Uh...
1: Looking forward. So where do they go online?
0: Well, you go to uh, s w conference or slash SW conference. And you get to the reforming evangelism uh, website there. You can register. You got more information, but it's a one day micro conference. We're going to be at Graceview Baptist church. We're going to be talking about evangelism um, and, and not just like, Hey, everybody you need to evangelize. We want it to be actually be theological and practical. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking about like having a better understanding of what evangelism really is. I think we're, overly simplistic I mean it is it is a simple concept but overly simplistic and reductionistic and we sort of think if I'm not doing it one particular way I'm not doing evangelism mm-hmm, at all mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about how you overcome obstacles so defining those obstacles and then figuring out how to move past them because that's what really short uh, shuts down a lot of us yeah, how to yeah. build bridges to evangelism Like, and this is a big one like how do you get from just talking to some some Joe Schmo at the coffee shop or the tire shop. How do you move from that conversation to the gospel? Like, that's really important. Now, some people who are conversationalists, like, Jimmy can just do it, right? Because he's, he's he likes to talk to people. But other people, like, maybe they don't know. They haven't done it before. We're going to go through that. And then how to cultivate zeal and passion for it. We're going to do a live Doctrine and Devotion. Mm, we're going to have mm. a cigar hangout. It's going to be good. So go to over to DoctrineAndDevotion.com slash conference to get all of the details. And that's why we're going to talk about evangelism today. Yeah.
1: A little bit of prep work.
0: Yeah, man. This is uh, all of this is basically stuff that is a part of our you know, research and, and study for those talks that we're going to give. And, um, you know, basically we want to talk about the problem of praying without practicing, right? Like, in other words, mm. we talk about evangelism more than we do it. And there was a study done in 2019 that shows that we pray about evangelism way more than we actually attempt to do it. Mm-hmm. It was like what, it was a 2019 Lifeways, LifeWay Research Study or something.
1: Yeah. So uh, uh, as it lists on here, right, the 2019 Discipleship Pathway Assessment Study uh, from the Nashville-based LifeWay Research found excitement and eagerness about the idea of evangelism, but few Protestant churchgoers actually engage in the practice on a regular basis so that's kind of like that the summary
0: of of their research and we'll link to this uh in the show notes it's all it's always good stuff i mean i I really appreciate lifeway research and anybody that does this kind of stuff for us because it helps us to understand what we're facing and, and where we're at and this is not a surprise right like if you're if you're in the church if you've been a christian for any length of time you know that most christians aren't out there going at evangelism hard yeah it's just it's it's not happening and there's a variety of reasons some of the stats that they break down in this are, are helpful uh this article says a majority of churchgoers 56 percent say they pray for opportunities to tell others about jesus at least once a week think about that that's really good mm. uh, and then 23 percent are praying for such moments every day
1: i okay. mean already i'm convicted
0: right yeah <laughs> like know. oh yeah do i how often am i asking? Actually, verbalizing, praying, God, yep. give me an opportunity yep. this week. Now, I know you and I have the mindset that we want to do yep. it, but this is a big deal. We should be praying about it.
1: I mean, especially as, uh, you know, we, we as Reformed. Calvinists. As Re- uh, Reformed <laughs> believers, uh, that we know it's not in our power. It's not in our words. It's not in, you know, our, how smart we are and how do we, um, um, articulate the gospel well we know it's only by the power of the holy spirit and god's sovereignty that lives are changed and yeah. so it it in my that's why i'm saying i feel convicted in that sense it's like oh the arrogance of kind of going in cold right like yeah. kind of going at it without first starting with you know jesus i i know this is by your power yeah i, I know this is the holy spirit you're doing
0: mm-hmm.
1: we need I, I give me an
0: opportunity and, yeah you have to prepare them. Yep. Like, Lord, so I do your thing. Yep. You need to give me the opportunity, the wisdom, and the courage, because I ain't got it on my own. Mm-hmm. To not pray is folly, right? Yeah. And it, and it, 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 it might demonstrate, uh, you know, something about your spiritual temperature that needs to get addressed. We're ready to receive that rebuke. Thank you, Lifeway. Mm-hmm. But it's weird because you start going through the study and you start reading all the stats. There's some interesting um, There's some interesting parts of the study that I was, I just, I, first of all, I was surprised that they covered it. And then uh, like really interesting. Like, for example, it seems like the more educated you are, the less likely you are to share the gospel. Mm. It says uh, those with a high school diploma or less are most likely to say that they pray for those opportunities every day. Every day. So- the less educated you are, the more likely you are to pray for daily opportunities mm-hmm. to show the God. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think it kind of like you mentioned. It talks about there's that maybe that spiritual, you know, the temperature, right? Um, and to me, I just think of
0: like maybe the arrogance of self sufficiency. Yeah, right. Yeah, it could it, it could be? As, uh, why don't you read the next one, Jimmy? Why? Well, I just, because of are sharing. i read that one. You know, I almost flunked out of high school. So, you know, I read that one. Then you read the next one. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hispanics. Oh, and- <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> okay. I do a sneeze. watch you share. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> so Hispanics and African-Americans are more likely to offer those prayers every day compared to whites Oops. or other ethnicities.
0: So uh, 36% of Hispanics yeah. and 29% of African-Americans pray for daily opportunities compared
1: to 20% uh, whites, whites uh, and then 17% other ethnicities.
0: Others, you know, less important. That is other wow. oh other this whatever. <laughs> you know, I got to break that down. <laughs> Who cares? So, yeah, now listen. I, I don't know that there is any real significance to it, but I, I like research. I like data. Mm-hmm. And listen, so I pat we pastor a church. It's it's definitely more than 50% white. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. yeah
1: it's definitely more than 99% white okay
0: so um, or 90 maybe 95% I don't know exactly but depends uh, how many you count me as yeah well I count you as all of them (laughs) so that does add up but no that like listen I so it means that in this study it seems as though that um, people that make up my our our church demographic primarily are less inclined to be praying for daily opportunities so Mm -hmm. oh that means that's something I want to hit on because it there's a good chance that that's true of that's reflective of my
1: congregation or yeah, our congregation yeah, as well yeah yeah and it, i mean it also goes on to say that increased church attendance makes it more likely someone has offered evangelistic prayers And that makes
0: sense i, I think mean, so people that are regular in church worshiping reading the bible they they tend to take god and things of god you know they tend to take tend, things yeah, of God more yeah. seriously yeah.
1: and i mean also i mean typically within a service yeah, mm-hmm. you, know, you got to think typically within a service, there are times, you know, for that, like, yeah. you know, um, whereas a group, we're praying for that opportunity. Right, right, right. You know, we're praying for those that that do not know Christ, that, that the Holy Spirit would do a great
0: work. So it, overall, we're saying like, OK, this, this study in 2019 showed that 56 uh, percent of regular churchgoers pray for opportunities to tell others about Jesus. But who's actually... Who's actually talking? Who's actually sharing? Well, I mean, it talks about
1: 45, right? Like less than half of churchgoers say they have shared with someone in the past six
0: months mm. how to become a Christian. So we're more than 50% are praying for weekly opportunities, mm-hmm. but less than 50% are even sharing the gospel twice a year. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I. I, Jimmy and I don't believe in beating up on people. No, no, because um, I'm—I
1: mean, because I'm feeling it myself. Yeah, right. Like, it's—it's
0: right? it's, it's not a motivator. Shaming people is not a no, good motivator. No, no, no. It's a good control tactic if you want to be an abusive guy like you know some popular preachers out there. But it's not a good motivator. It's it's not what the God God's word calls us to. We gotta rebuke, gotta yeah. exhort.
1: And and this is not LifeWay's, you know, purpose behind it is no. not to
0: not to uh shame people. No, it's just about information. It's like here, here's where we're at. Yeah. Here's what we're actually doing. Yep. So I mean that's that's telling. And again, so think about the people in your church. I can think of, okay. If I think who's the most okay, we'll say his name at the first at, at the same time. We haven't discussed. Wait, this wait, hold on. The sorry. most evangelistic person at our church. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, we just going to go. Name? We're going to go. Yeah, first name only. We're going to do one, two, three. So we're going to say the name. Okay, one, two, three. Dan. Cliff. What? Dan? Who? Slewfish. Pales. <laughs> Pales in comparison to the greatness of Cliff. Okay, but you are right, Cliff. No, is... I'm just I'm just joking. Dan, Dan. Cl- we we have a few people. We have right? a few people. I was like, man, Dan's pretty. Dan will. Yeah, you ain't stopping Dan from sharing the gospel. Oh goodness, uh, or 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 any biblical truth for that matter. Mm-hmm. Like he is an apologist, yep. and like uh, homeboy uh, yeah, Jared set a case. Uh, he's a, he's a guy that's always out there oh, sharing yeah, the yeah. gospel doing that yeah. um, uh, I always think of Cliff because Cliff is a he's a doctor. Yep, he's a chiropractor, yep. um, homeopath, witch doctor, whatever you whatever you want to call him. <laughs> and uh, homeboy, if the if you've got a if if you're on his table. He's going to talk to you about Jesus. He doesn't care if mm-hmm. it impacts his business negatively. He does not care. No. He cares about people's souls. He always does. And he now not text me. We still,
1: we still have families that are at our
0: church. Oh, yeah, because of him. Yeah. Yeah. And one one lady just started coming uh, bec- through Cliff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just recently, like in the last couple of weeks. So last month. So yeah, man. We, so you know people that are, are evangelistic in your yep. church. But the reason they stand out the way that they do is because most of us aren't really doing that work. Not not that hard. mm the this, the article goes on to say, of those who have spoken to someone about becoming a Christian, most have done so with one or two people, 24%, mm-hmm. around one in 10 churchgoers have at least one evangelistic conversation a month. So you know, it's like, okay, so one out of 10, it's only 10%, um, so it's not a lot. But there are people in our churches that once a month are having a conversation. So you can look at that and go, oh, we're so horrible. So, Or you could look at that and go, hey, listen. Some of our people are actually doing the thing they're faithful. supposed to be doing. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So let's- Let's all join in this. Let, let's get excited about what they're doing, what God's doing in them, yep. and try to impact the rest of us who aren't doing it. So yes, we, we, anytime we're looking at this stuff, we should be, I think we should be like, you know, I, I don't want to be, us to be discouraged. Uh, I want us to be convicted. Yes. We can be convicted and now realize like, hey, we can all we can all do this what about it's interesting because it talks about like the age and a lot of people think like oh well like the young kids ain't gonna tell people about jesus because like they don't they don't like it's the old old timers that are well
1: generationally speaking
0: right Mm -hmm. uh
1: those 60 and this is what the article goes on to say those 65 and older are the age demographic most likely to say they had no evangelistic conversations recently that's about 62
0: percent ageism what? They're just they're just <laughs> not being cool to the elderly. That's interesting. Now there there's there might be reasons for that, right? Uh, maybe maybe your circle of influence is shrinks when you after you retire. Uh, yeah,
1: you're, you're not in the workplace anymore, right? Like, so yeah, I think your opportunities you're, you're probably
0: eating applesauce in a home once oh my you're 65. Joey, stop. I don't know. I'm not that old, so I don't know. Is that What happens when you get stop, 65? Don't say no. That. I know that. Don't say that. So, it, but it's so there's some of that's understandable that there's going to be less opportunities, but
1: which is so I I, I when I read that it, it it was for me a little bit of a a shock. Yeah, because I understand the rationale, but I guess. My experience, especially like even at Redeemer, has been oh, yeah. uh, the excitement at that age group for oh, us oh yeah no
0: has every, been the opposite we yeah that's definitely not true of, of of our seniors yeah they are they are passionate yep mature yep vocal yep yeah they're
1: so yeah you're thinking through and I'm thinking through and I'm like it doesn't line up for us and it doesn't always church, it, yeah. every church is different every church
0: is different yeah so uh, that's definitely true. Uh, The article says, uh, recently, there has been much discussion about young adults participating less in evangelism, but that's not the case. Uh, In fact, uh, young adults and middle-aged churchgoers are more likely to have shared with someone how to become a Christian in the past six months than older churchgoing adults. So in general, in their study- Mm Which is interesting because, you know, like millennials, there, there are other, if you go to life where you can see this research, um, a, a decent segment of millennials who are church-going, who identify as Christian evangelicals, they, uh, a growing percentage of them would say that uh, trying to convert somebody from their religion to yours is inappropriate, unethical. Yeah. <laughs> Which is- Which is- that I don't know how Christian you can be because that's that's part and parcel of what it means <laughs> that, that, to be a Christian. That's what we're trying to do, but uh, so yeah, interesting that uh, and and encouraging to see that. Okay, so the younger generation, we're not losing them overall to 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 not sharing the gospel. They're yeah. doing it, but yeah. we just need to be we need to get going.
1: Oh, for sure. So, Joe, then why are we praying and not practicing? Right, like we have to right, then right. kind of look at that then and say why is it that we're more likely to
0: pray mm-hmm. but not actually practice? What we're praying for, yeah, ain't no money in it, no money in it. Let's so no Okay, so I think one of the reasons is because it, it's like it's it's we have good intentions, but uh, and so we pray about it because we actually do care. I, yeah, I, I don't think I, it's I like, agree. Well, you're praying about, it, but you're not doing anything. You don't, you don't really want it. Like no, you I, don't really believe. Right. It's like okay, I think no, I think they do. I think we do, but. So we're praying and not seeking. I think, like, why are you praying and not seeking, practicing? Because we're not looking for the opportunities. I think we're not prepared. Mm. And and maybe that is because we haven't been – we haven't seen it before. Uh, I don't know. And we'll we'll talk about how we can Mm -hmm, fix this mm -hmm, stuff in a little mm -hmm. bit. But I I just generally think we're not prepared to – To look for the opportunities, I think we're praying about it, and then we just think it's going to fall into our laps. Mm. And most of the time, you got to be you got to participate. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's there's ways of uh, like when you start to get a sense. There's ways of kind of steering. Yeah, right, steering and and engaging, and um, and so it's it's quite rare when someone's just going to show up and be like.
0: What must I do to be saved? Yeah.
1: What must I do to be saved? Yeah, if
0: you're in a jail and uh, because you've been preaching Jesus and uh, an angel breaks you out in the middle of the night, yep. then you might have a guy come up to you and say, what must I do to be what saved? What must I do to be saved? Otherwise, you're probably going to have to do some initiation. Yeah.
1: There's, there's, there's uh, you know, relationship building. Yeah. That there you go. Rapport.
0: Yep. And then, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it. Oh, okay, uh, What do you think? What, why? Are, well, what, I think what,
1: a, a second one is uh, fear, right? you scared. It, not like that, though. No, 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 no. Like, what do you mean like scared? Sorry. You're scared. It,
0: yeah, but that's what fear is.
1: Fear is, yeah. yeah. I guess it's, it's, there's fear of initiating, right? Like they're, un- it's uncomfortable, yep. Yep. right? It's, it's uncomfortable. How do you kind of work through this? You don't want to force it because then that looks weird. Yeah,
0: most of us aren't afraid of getting punched in the face or shot dead in America for, yeah. for sharing yeah, yeah. the gospel,
1: right? Yeah, but it's like that fear of initiating. It's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you kind of work this? How is it not forced? I mean, if you're talking about, um, talking to a friend a Mm. non-believing friend or or a neighbor right right uh your fear of losing that friendship right like there's there's a risk involved in sharing the gospel yeah totally you know uh and michelle and i you know have kind of worked just even in in the new relationships we're building in our neighborhood you know uh steering and talking and kind of gauging um you know the conversation to have you know more Mm. opportunities um to be sharing you know with couples like this is the gospel that we believe in, you mm-hmm. know? And I think sometimes there's that fear of offending, right? Like we don't yeah. want to look like a jerk. Yeah. Cause I mean, it is, like you said, I mean, when someone uh, you're, you're steering them and, you know, let's say they believe in something else, right. You're, you're definitely, you know, uh, the gospel can be, is offensive.
0: Right. And there's a difference between belittling someone's beliefs and holding out what you to believe the truth, what you believe to be the truth, which, then implies if doesn't if we don't explicitly state that every other religious Correct. system fails so there's a difference though between belittling their belief mocking their belief or their religion and then graciously challenging their religion with the truth right and it's not like you're just tearing them down to tear them down like like that's not fun that's not cool that's what you know, um, but some people some people function that way. Like they, they hate religion, so they want to tear people's religion down. Well, that's not the case for us. We yeah. we love the truth and we love true religion and we want you to know this. Yep. So therefore, we're going to engage in that. I think another reason uh, people aren't practicing what they're praying for is simply because of ignorance. Mm. And what I mean is, is they just don't know where to start. Yeah. They haven't been trained. They haven't been taught. It hasn't been modeled for them. No, they haven't seen it modeled well. Uh, Even though someone probably led them to the Lord. Yeah. Someone probably sat down with them. And most people have had people in their lives share the gospel with them, either as when they were kids or adults, and then they became a Christian. But still, it hasn't been modeled enough, and they just don't know. So sometimes, because we don't know how to do it, where to start, we just don't do it at all. And And, that's not uncommon. It's not not even uh, to be unexpected if you just don't know how. Like, it's easier to just... Yeah,
1: and I think for some people, like the training that they have had left a bad taste in their mouth. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, I remember in, in school once, uh, years ago, it was whatever. Um, this, this, uh, professor was trying to teach us about evangelism mm-hmm. and to go evangelize. And, uh, I remember sitting there and he was talking about like this, this like, uh, sales belt kind of a thing right like here's the belt and you you're gonna use these different apparatus you know just all this and uh i remember sitting there going man it feels like i'm talking to a used car salesman oh yeah 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 that's what he used to do yeah yeah. car salesman and then uh uh became a professor it was people
0: do not most people do not respond well to a sales pitch yeah even if you're actually selling something People don't want to sell this pitch. No. And uh, so, and we're not selling anything. Mm-hmm. So it's a really, it's a really bad vibe. So yeah,
1: they've had that, they've gotten that bad vibe, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like, I don't want to do that.
0: Yeah. So you've seen bad examples like, well, well, since I, I don't know a better way to do it, I'm just not going to do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, and again, that's not that's not the answer, but it's understandable why people do exactly that. exactly. Well, let's talk about some ways that we can fix this, some answers that we have, and we'll go. I'll go back to this thing about like praying and yeah. not seeking, right? So, um, one of the answers to this problem of you know why are we praying but not practicing is you have to pray not only pray for the opportunities, you have to pursue the opportunities. Yes. Right? So in other words, you have to be able to recognize an opportunity when it's presented. And that's something that you have to learn. It's not intuitive to everyone. What looks like an, op- and here, so a couple of things. What is an opportunity isn't always readily evident, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you're not familiar with evangelism and the discipline of evangelism and an opportunity for Jimmy might not be an opportunity for say my wife evangelist correct because right? everybody's a little bit different but so you have to recognize opportunities when they are presented that are opportunities for you and that's something that we're going to talk about on a future episode here mm-hmm. on how to recognize opportunities when they're presented and transition into them
1: i think next uh you know you need to take your fears to the lord right mm-hmm. like address them confront yeah. them yeah. and then
0: overcome them yeah don't pretend that they're not there
1: exactly right? don't be like oh
0: well, i'm just go away like you
1: have to recognize you know that there's something here Mm -hmm. and that it needs to be fixed uh you can't just ignore it and kind of wish it away right right um and yeah i mean again we're gonna we're gonna cover this more right in a a future episode but um you got to take what whatever your fear Mm -hmm. might be right whether it's fear of initiating fear of losing the friendship fear of offending or, or any other fear uh actually Time to confront them.
0: I know that uh, we should bring Krista on to talk about overcoming fears. Oh, here we go. uh, I knew it. I'm I'm not trying to replace you. I knew it. You just keep giving me too many opportunities to replace you (laughs) that I shouldn't be missing. Um, But it's like, I I know that a lot of counselors will deal with people's fears by encouraging them to, okay, so that thing that you're afraid of? Go do it. Go do that thing. Go do that thing. That, otherwise, you will continue to be afraid of that's it. That's right. Right. You're gonna you've gotta into it. And like Jordan Peterson, I just saw a clip of him recently talking about um engaging in dangerous activity safely. Like it's mm-hmm. really important mm-hmm. for your child's mm-hmm. development to engage to engage in dangerous ac- activity carefully. Mm-hmm. Safely. Mm-hmm. That's how we learn. That's how we learn in life, and we go through it, and it helps you to overcome fears. Same with evangelism, but yeah, I can't wait to talk about that because we all have fears to overcome. Yep. All right, last and and last, uh, last and last. Last and lastly, finally and forgetfully. I don't know. Uh, Get some help, man. Yes. Uh, We all need help in being Christians. If, If we have to, listen, if we have to be taught how to pray, (laughs) <laughs> mm. we see that in scripture then we definitely have to be taught in how to evangelize so go to your pastor ask for help say hey I want to learn how to evangelize if your pastor cannot help you learn how to evangelize find another church that's crazy mm-hmm. um, he should be able to say, go talk to this person they're great at evangelism or he should be able to give you a book or something But by the way read a book Lots of good books on evangelism out there, right? And so, um, we'll be sharing lots of resources uh, throughout this uh, little series we're doing. And just in general, try to get a mentor or a coach. Find yes, somebody yes. who's good at this and hang out with them, uh, watch them do it, and uh, and just just ease in. I would not say jump in. Some of you can jump in, but everybody can at least ease, ease in. So in. do that. Well, we'd love to hear
1: your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram, Twitter, at Doc and Diva, or on Facebook, slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineVotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast. Head up to the store, JoFoStore.com, and grab some gear. We got that fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Fresh. We got blog posts and video content over at the website. website. And we've also got that all-access exclusive content. Money what no what we got banter truth on (laughs) Tuesday's weekday wisdom Monday through Friday head on over to drfortune.com slash all access to sign up today later